0: Hello and welcome to the Flow and Grow Expert interviews. The place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey, and I'm honored today to be joined by Jessica Magush, who is a sales advisor, angel investor, and award-winning jazz artist. So Jessica, hello, and a very warm welcome to today's episode.
1: Hello. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much. And whereabouts are you in the world right now?
1: I'm in New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is right between Philadelphia and New York, like an hour and a half from each city
0: incredible thank you so much and let's now get onto the subject of Jessica in more detail so Jessica advises innovative b2b stem companies on how to scale their sales teams from seven to eight figures per year as they work towards building a hundred million dollar sales teams in under five years the title for today's episode is how to scale your sales team to eight figures and Jessica is going to show us how to do that in just under seven minutes (laughs)
1: no <laughs> all you need is seven minutes that, that's it
0: <laughs> and question number one today is who are your ideal clients Jessica
1: yeah so th- first of all thanks for having me um like you said innovative stem companies so I work with um b2b stem startups mm-hmm. so stem science technology engineering math most of, most of them fall into, you know, SaaS and um, computer science, AI, yeah. machine learning, things like that. And B2B, so business to business, either whether you're selling to self-employed people or large corporations, as long as you're selling to businesses and directly to businesses. So direct direct to the user rather than wholesaling or channel marketing like that, right? And I prefer to work with women-founded companies Mm -hmm. um, because of the lack of funding that go towards female-founded STEM companies. And I teach them how to scale from seven to eight figures and then eight to nine figures based on how we scale our company to over $100 million in revenue.
0: Fantastic. And let's pick um, one of those customer bases. It could be those female founders. And what is the biggest challenge that they typically face?
1: Yeah. So by far the biggest challenge for female founders in general, STEM or or non STEM, Mm -hmm. is lack of um, VC funding. Yeah. So um, in and it's going down, unfortunately. So female founders receive less than three percent of venture capital funds, Um, and it went even went down from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. So um, that means that you know they have to scale in a different way than a company that just has like an influx of cash. So that's, that's the biggest, biggest hurdle for them.
0: And, and is that other way through generating revenue?
1: Exactly. Right. So either, either you get cash influx or you grow through sales organically. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And, and not having this cash influx, what impact does that typically have on either them or their business?
1: Right. So a lot of things, as you can imagine, right. But mostly speed to market. So, um yeah. when you have a, a lot of cash, you could obviously, you know, do things faster and bigger um rather than growing organically. And what that means unfortunately is that either you know, sometimes they don't get to market fast enough, the competition gets there faster. But the the biggest impact not only to them but to us as, you know, a global community is that we don't get to um we don't get to experience these innovative technologies Mm -hmm. from a female perspective so that we don't actually get those, um, those contributions into society. So that, you know, that's detrimental to all of us.
0: Got it. Huge impact. And um, I guess there's not much that we can do as individuals right now to get that um, VC percentage up from 3%. Obviously there needs to be a big um, movement to get more female founders investment. Right. But, but for the individuals, um, what what one piece of valuable advice might you give to them to really try and help them solve that problem of of not having that cash in their business?
1: Yeah. So clearly it's sales, right? Yeah. <laughs> so but don't give up. I mean, don't stop um, fundraising. Fundraising is a full-time job. So mm-hmm. um, if you have to focus your attention somewhere, I'd say to build a sales team. But learn to sell yourself first um you know it it would be nice if we could just hire a salesperson they take all of our problems away but the the founder really has to understand sales and what the market responds to before they can start building a sales team to do that but once they do that once they start getting sales under their belt then starting to bring and scale a sales team and i recommend doing that through commission only sales force yeah which is how we did it, which absolutely can be done. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like an MLM type of, you know, yeah. pyramid <laughs> scheme type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, you can do it in a professional way. So you, um, you're not bounded by, you know, the restrictions of hiring people. You can scale quickly that way.
0: Great. Thank you. And for those people listening that would like to go on this journey, do you have any free resources or guides that you can share with people to really help them solve that problem?
1: Yeah, I have tons of stuff. First of all, my blog, I I think is really good. I give a lot of free info on there, yeah. but I have a free script that they can download on my website, jpmpartners.com. You'll see it right at the bottom of, of the homepage there. And I'm going to be, I change that out every so often. So I'm going to be releasing a blueprint very soon. It's actually on my other screen right here and my Canva <laughs> um, yeah. on a, a an eight figure, a nine figure sales blueprint. So Amazing. Once they download the script, they'll get on my email list and they'll get all the new stuff that I release as well.
0: Great. So go to jpmpartners.com and make sure you download that sales script or blueprint whenever you listen to this episode.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So, slightly off topic, the next question, which is yeah. what would you say is your greatest failure that you've ever made, either in life or business? And what did you learn from it?
1: I had to think about this one, right? Yeah. When, when I saw this on the list. Um, my biggest failure, and and I continue to struggle with this, is um, undervaluing myself. Yeah. And so, in my business, the way that that's affected me is, you know, it is I, I, when I undervalue myself, I overcompensate in other ways. So maybe over delivering or stretching myself too thin, or if I if I'm not like stressed out and you know busy twenty four seven then I'm not, you know, uh, then I'm not worth the value that I, I think i was supposed to be. So, um, but that's led to burnout in the past. Yeah. And um, right. so le- I've learned that less is more <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, and busy doesn't mean successful. Yeah. So yeah, hard- I learned it the hard way, but, you know, and, and again, I said something that I continue to, to, yeah. to, uh, to keep, bolstering my my own um self-confidence and value that I can deliver
0: and like I said a very very valuable lesson uh, which we've learned lots from along the way as well yeah (laughs) Uh, the last question from me then today is what is one question that I should have asked you that will also give great value to our audience today
1: yeah um I think for for today's it's always something different depending on the day you, you would ask me yeah. <laughs> but today. It's anyone can learn to sell anyone yeah. who wants to learn, can learn to sell. It is not a gift you're born with. It's, um, it's, it's not about talking a lot or have, you know, being great with people, just that it it is a skill that you learn just like any other. So, um, don't wing it. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you don't have to wing it. You will figure it out. You're smart. You'll figure it out eventually, but you don't have to do it on your own. There's lots of resources out there and it is a skill to learn and it doesn't have to be icky, sleazy or annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can be can be completely authentic and, you know, trying to add value to that person's life in whatever way it is. Well, Jessica, thank you so much again for your time today and I can't wait to share this episode with our audience.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm glad you had me.